Zach gets the white, Fett gets laid, Quinlan gets a teammate, and a doctor shoots a granny. All this and more on tonight's Strain After Show for Season 3, Episode 2. You're tuning into the destination for TV superfan discussion, After Buzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin! We don't talk anymore. We don't talk anymore. Nah, not anymore. We don't talk anymore. Mm-mm. Hey guys, we're going to end the show there because we don't talk anymore. Yeah. We're, just, we're done. We're, we're finished. We're out of here. <laughs> uh, this song's uh, kind of inspired by uh, the half-headless man now. Yeah. Uh, Dutch's little friend who's like, you didn't you didn't talk to us for a while there. You never used to talk like this before. And then left her. Just left yeah. her. You never cold. used to be careful. It was always just devil may cry running the building. Just do what we want to do. We don't talk anymore, Dutch. <laughs> We don't care about 47 floors, even though I'm pretty sure the elevator isn't working, but I guess... Isn't it interesting that <laughs> Dutch and Fett are, like, two of our favorite characters, yeah. and the introduction in season three is, like, the same, and that they introduce, like, a bunch of characters and then kill most of them off and then walk away from them, and we're like, okay, let's intro these characters, but again, just make yeah. them have these people they're working with and then just never see the people again, probably. Yeah, because I was wondering, I was like, how many people make it out of this town? <laughs> right. And I'll be honest, they they were lucky because I thought it was only going to be Dutch and one person. Yeah, we were just taking bets. Guys, thank you for tuning in. This is The Strain After Show for Season 3, Episode 2, entitled Bad White. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm your host for the evening, uh, Stephen Lemieux, S-T-P-H-N-L-E-M-I-U-X on Twitter. Uh, feel free to follow me. Check out my other network, uh, The Popcorn Talk, where we do movie discussion reviews for all sorts of different stuff. Um... Stacy Newsom is not here tonight. She wasn't feeling well, so at the risk of not getting us sick, she wanted to stay home. But she's watching in the chat. She should be. Uh, she was really excited to hear what our guest thoughts are tonight. Tonight we have special guest host, Nerd Soul. What's up? Yeah, that's right. Late L Kid at Nerd Soul. Hold it down. Bring it to you. Street Geek Live. What's up? Yeah, so cool. <laughs> Thanks for joining us. Uh, funny story. Uh, he was in the live chat last episode. Yeah. When yeah. I was talking mad shade and he was like well i watch the show too i'll come in and be a little bit more positive i'll try i'll try a little more positive i'm pretty sure i can put a decent spin on this uh and we got of course our third panelist i guess our chat role here we got give me shelter danger dan three obsolete mule adam fink anime man 86 and renji 90998 again uh renji says dutch's team were dumb assholes oh man Um, danger dan says if there's anyone i want dead the most it's i cursed and i'm like Really over Zach and yeah. uh, obsolete Mule says I want Zach dead more than ma- more than the master. Oh man, more than the master. I hate Zach. I'll be honest. I think I, I hate Zach. Everyone kind of <laughs> hates Zach. I really hate Zach. <laughs> yeah. Uh, in the chat, you know what? I'm going to do a poll on Twitter. Sure. In fact, I'll I'll do it right now. So the strain fans, you can go to my Twitter at Stephen Lemieux and let me know. Do you hate Zach? <laughs> More than the master in this season of FX The Strain. I'm going to go, we're probably going to end up at about like 78% on Zach. It's going to be high for Zach. Zach's going to catch a lot of hate this season. Um, Especially with the fact that he just left Nora there. uh, Didn't even regard it. Just walked away. (sighs) Here, so your options in the in the poll are going to be yes, kill him, no, I like Zach, and three more Fett sex scenes, please. <laughs> yeah, Fett Fett got a little loving. He got he got his Mac on, you know, hitting the bar, talking to the ladies, doing his thing, holding it down. Um, All right, so let's I'll <laughs> I'll cut you off there because we'll get to Fett. So let's talk about Icurst first. So Icurst has got some <laughs> tr- he's got some troubles. 
<laughs> yes, he's he's stuck in between. I think he's still trying to figure out whether he wants to stay at his current place of employment or if he wants to freelance or free agent it. Because I'm pretty sure after last season, he was feeling shaky about his uh, current boss. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> when he turns your girlfriend, kills her, and then turns her into a stripper. Like, it's not, not the best... Not the best thing. Like, if I'm going to reward my employees or, like, punish them, I usually punish them. Or, like, I don't I don't turn their girlfriend into, like, a worm thing. Oh, Coco. Uh, yeah. I mean, I could. I just, I just don't. You know, it's, like, not – it's not the first choice. Well, I guess, I guess the master feels like, you know, he has to have a certain amount of – you know, he's got to throw his weight around. Yeah. You know, he, he can't – he can't just stay in the shadows all the time because then you have, you know, people – they're getting a little – a little too ballsy, you know, and talking a little too loud behind his back and he has to show a little bit of power. Yeah, I mean, I feel like Eichhurst is kind of stupid to be trying to do stuff behind his back after he's already, like, you already have... Wait. Yeah. Not, no, not Eichhurst. Not Eichhurst, guys. Stoneheart. I'm sorry. Stoneheart. Eichhurst. Um, Eichhurst. Eldridge Palmer. Eldridge, well, this whole conversation's yeah, been about Eldridge. I'm yeah, sorry Eldridge. about that, guys. I wrote yes. my notes wrong. I wrote my notes wrong, guys. Yes. Please forgive Eldridge. me for that. Uh, yeah, Eldridge is being so stupid right now because I feel like Eichhurst is just hanging around the corner just watching everything he does. So even but, this meeting with Satrakian, I feel like Eichhurst was there. I don't know. I think I think Eichhurst and Eldridge are both ready to feel out their options because, you know, you have Eldridge who's been hardcore funding this whole thing since the since the airplane came in. Yeah. And now, you know, got rid of the Coco. Yeah, you know, he was Coco in love with gone. the Coco. He loved in that Coco. And she was way too young for him, but we ain't going to go there. Look, play got to play. But I think, you know, since she's been gone, you know, <laughs> he's feeling he like... love for the first time. <laughs> oh and he's, he's been downgraded with his new assistant and everything. Yeah. You know, his life isn't the same. You know, he, he, definitely not as fun to look at as as Coco. Uh, definitely, nah, nah. I don't. I mean, more, it's more of his age range, but <laughs> I don't know about. I don't know about him being a happy rich man with that. Uh, uh, but then you have. Not. But you're right. You have you have him being kind of slighted by the master because he was. I mean, he helped Abraham get the the lumen, which is kind of messed up. But then you have Eichhorst who was going to be the vassal for the master, and he chose to True. do Bolivar instead. So he's kind of slighted by the master, too. Yeah, so both of them, I think, are in a weird place where they might not fully switch sides, but maybe just step back and be like, I'm out of this, and I can affect you that way, which we did kind of get a scene of, but we're not sure if we can really trust Eldritch like that. But. Yeah, so Eldritch, Eldritch pretends he's uh, Finesco or Fonseca or Finesco. Finesco, whatever. Yeah. Um, and Mitsa and like lures Satrakian into a meeting saying that he wants the white. Yes. He yes. wants the white. <laughs> he wants to figure out the formula to use the white to keep himself living. He thinks that it'll grant him immortality. He thinks it's the same white that the master gives him. Yes. But obviously it's not. Um, so you have these doctors who he's been having working on this thing. We get an opening scene where the doctors are all working on Strigoi and taking their blood out, throwing it through a centrifuge, doing everything they can, and putting it into high-risk patients that they've gotten to sign up through an experimental procedure. Yeah. And they have no idea. Yeah. And once they, they inject it into their veins, and once they do that, the patients start going into cardiac arrest, and they put a bullet through the granny's head. Um, <laughs> which, 
To me, I'm just thinking... That should not be funny, but still. <laughs> to me, I'm just thinking, like, they they literally only try... The doctor comes to, comes to uh, Eldridge, and he's like, you can't fight biology. <laughs> it's well, like, I don't know why my Walter White's yeah, coming yeah. out, but you can't fight biology, Jesse. It's science. And I guess we're supposed to believe that they have been doing these trials for a moment. Well, he's, so, just, he's paying them a lot of money. True. And you get, Meanwhile, they they're the duct taping their gloves together instead of like using something legit like a full body suit. Yeah. Um, but, but then my thing is like, okay, they can't do anything intravenously. They haven't tried it in a pill form. They haven't tried nope. it in like, hey, just swallow this stuff. True. I mean, the, the intravenous, that's not the only way of administering, you know, they could have tried something, you know, uh, like a, a lotion or something I, with the white. Maybe that doesn't work as well. It's like, yeah. <laughs> put it on your skin. <laughs> yeah. Just rub it in. Just rub it in. It's okay. But I, I think that even, even he's in high risk just for testing that stuff because the master, I'm assuming the master's able to see through the eyes of the, um, Astrogoid uh, that they're, you know, cutting up and everything. So I'm assuming he could see that. Yeah, like, so, you'd think he'd know, but, I mean, I think they're trying to stay apart from Eldritch in that moment. Like, it's just doctors working on it. Because you'd have true. to imagine there's lots of doctors who are kidnapping Strigoid to do experiments because they all want to be the person to save humanity. Yeah. So I feel like it's just, like, a common thing in the Master. Oh, another, another few people got taken by doctors. Snip that connection. I don't want to watch this. This is boring. <laughs> or I did think that it could have been like the government trying to figure out a way to weaponize this stuff, which of course didn't end up like I thought it would end up. It was just good old Eldritch. So we have Ikurst meeting Eldritch and he notices he's like, Oh, look at uh, look at Miriam's heart next to Coco's heart. <laughs> oh, it's very good. It's very fun to watch. I really like the centerpieces here. Um he picks up Coco's heart and Eldritch Coat's having a conniption, and like he actually puts it down. I thought he was just going to drop it. That would have been that would have been very crass for someone like Icor. Yeah, I think, that's true. I think he's got a little more class than that. But he did throw a little more weight around when he came in there because you know Eldritch isn't looking too healthy anymore. You know he's looking a little you know he's a little beat down. He's under the weather. He's looking a little sickly. So you know Eldritch. I mean Icor comes in kind of like in your face and do what we say because well, it reminds he's got me, the upper hand. It reminds me a lot of him as I mean Icor was a Holocaust in concentration camp guard, true or corporal or whatever whatever his title was. Like it's just the mental stuff like where he knows that he, people are powerless against him, so he does stuff to. To bait them. So, let's move on. We got Ephraim. Oh, boy. Oh, my God. Well, at least he remembers Nora, we found out. At least, yes. at yes, least he, he like didn't just completely forget about Nora. Um, so, Ephraim is dealing with, of course, the loss of uh, Zach. Zach was kidnapped, and then he has a decision to make now that... Now that um, what's your face? Nora. Or... No, Kelly. Nora? Oh, Kelly. Kelly came and told him, hey, give us the lumen and you can have your son back because we've always kept our end of the deal for any time you work with the master. Yeah. For show. He's uh, definitely trustworthy. So he finds out from uh, from Commissioner Gordon, basically, that uh, <laughs> where oh, Satrakian's staying. So he goes and visits them and we're basically getting this scene where he meets Quinlan for the first time, which was cool. 
it was good to see him shoot first and ask yeah. questions later. Because I feel like last season he would have been like, what are you? Who are you? Let's waste like five minutes scene. But he just shot, you know, he licked shots early. So Licked shots early. So then Fett, <laughs> which was, this is really mean to, mirrored to me because they put Fett and Quinlan in a scene last episode and made them like really hate each other. Like you made it seem like yeah. Fett really hated Quinlan. And yeah. then when Ephraim comes and Fett tells Quinlan that it's um that it's a friend and Ephraim's like what the hell is he Fett's like it's a real cool story <laughs> and I'm like because last last episode they did seem to be setting it up like uh two sons fighting for father's approval or something like that yeah. or you know for position yeah. you know in his favor or whatever but now he's just like oh he's a friend it's a long story don't worry about it and I was like, didn't you hate him? I'm pretty sure you hated him. Pretty like sure yesterday. you hated him yesterday, but <laughs> I guess it's cool now that you're saving your friend. Um, so yeah, he basically questions F because F keeps talking to Satrakian about the Lumen and keeps being like, all this poppycock magic spells. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen worms come out of people. No magic spells going to work against that. Yeah, like it's almost like. He he speaks as if he hasn't seen season one or two. Like, yeah, right. Like, and I hate when writers do that. You had a coffin. <laughs> you you had, took you had them take a coffin, and you saw the big coffin, and you saw things that are like vampires coming out. <laughs> You've seen this stuff happen. It shouldn't be that hard. It shouldn't be that hard to believe. Um, maybe before the the plane landed you know with just a coffin of dirt and then everybody was like you know what's going on but at least like at least they but. verbalize it like so Dracking calls him I was like uh, it's been 23 days before a plane landed and suddenly there were worms coming out of people's throats usually they only went in people's throats but that's beside the point <laughs> of the german porn i was watching earlier but wow. now now you can't believe in magic this is the best chance we've got. Oh, Noah's died. Oh, oh, I'm, oh, I can't come I down. Do, I honestly do think the Lumen is the answer. I, I honestly do. I mean, it obviously the, well, they is. Built, they built it yeah. up to be, so it better be. It better not be like a metaphor for something. It's like, I'm not going to be happy. <laughs> we've translated this page. It has a great recipe for quiche. <laughs> it's like, it's the best quiche ever. <laughs> it's a magic quiche. It's like, mmm, tasty. But it, you, they have a great, you just, you great just recipe for Strogoinov. Yeah. Beef Strogoinov. <laughs> oh my god, I'm sorry, guys. Oh man. I should have stopped before the that. The smell of the sizzle off of the grill with that, uh, that skin has to be, uh, uh nasty. But, <laughs> but you gotta, you gotta feel, you gotta feel that the book has to be more than a metaphor. I hope so. Um, because you, you have F who doesn't believe in it. Um, and now it seems that Quinlan doesn't really believe in the book either because he's siding with F, like, you know, turn off these lights. Or maybe I'm jumping ahead. But it just seems like he doesn't seem to believe that the answer's in the book. He thinks that the book is more of just, like, to bait him out and kill him. I just have a feeling that – and I haven't read the books, guys, so I none of my yeah, predictions are spoilers, just so you guys know. I just have a feeling that the book is going to have the key to defeating the master, but it's going to be, like, at, at sacrifice of something. So I feel like it's going to be – like the end of the series, Ephraim having to become a master 
to kill the master. Oh, like, okay. I feel like it's going to be one of those things. Like, your consciousness has to overpower his consciousness in a body switch or something. Oh, boy. And Ephraim has to sacrifice himself into becoming a ma- into becoming a Strigoi. Something like that. I feel like, like Ephraim's one of those characters. He can't die, obviously. Yeah, they're, they're never going to kill Ephraim. But what I liked was that... St- Satrakian was so much more emotional over Nora dying than Ephraim was. Yeah. Like, you have you have Ephraim come in and he's like, Nora died. She killed herself by touching her sword to the third rail. And he just, like, looks at the ground for a little minute. And it's like, oh, we've got his. But then Satrakian's like, no, no. He, like, he goes up to 10 very fast about, you know, how he feels about her passing. And nobody seems to even regard the fact that it's Zach's fault. Like, it's definitely Zach's fault. Because I was like, it's funny how F conveniently left that out of the story that he was telling. He was like, oh, he was taken. Or I think he, I think he said he was taken or kidnapped. It's like, no, he left with her. <laughs> he super left with her and left Nora high and dry. And uh, that's it, folks, for that one. Yeah. I mean, he left her electrocuted, really. Yeah. Like, pretty dead. I hate Zach. Yeah. And you know, the worst thing is, is like, that scene could have very easily been been done differently to make us understand that Zach's just shouting no because he thinks it's his mom who's fine. Like, if he didn't know his mom was already Stragoy and saw Nora about to kill her, him yelling no would be like, okay, I understand him yelling no. But he's obviously seen her doing weird stuff, seen her as a Stragoy. They had their church scene. Yeah. So he super knows she's not a good guy. He knows. So I'm just like, okay, if if like we had kept him ignorant to the point where Nora's about to kill his mom in his mind. Yeah. Then he yells no. Then she whips out her long stinger and kills Nora. I would not hate Zach. I would not. But because he knew, and you're just like, kid, come on. Yeah, like, you're not getting it. You're smarter than this. When he was walking away, they didn't even let him get the little, like, look back. Like, the little, like, look back at Nora, like, I'm sorry or anything. He was just like, peace. Like, he was like, I'm out. I'm, I'm not interested at all. Like, he was just like, whatever. Like, the next time. I got my we, real mom back, peace. The next time Zach sees Ephraim, he's probably going to, is it too late now to say sorry? <laughs> and Eph's like, no. I mean, yes, it is too <laughs> late. like, well, it's, well. Zach, you killed my side, babe. Yeah, I mean, well, my side chick. Not even side. No, I mean they was were the together. Yeah. They were getting him and Kelly were getting divorced or had already gotten divorced. I think so. They were either in that separation period or whatever. So she was gone, and also she became a vampire. Look, once your wife, girlfriend, whatever becomes a vampire, y'all broke up. That's yeah, it. That's, you know, that's kind of relationships done. over. So the new girl and Nora was fine. Nora was great. They even had the love scene in there and everything. Yeah. I mean, just keep it. I mean, Nora, I mean... F can't be happy, though. Mm-mm. He is the head of the CDC, and the he cannot be happy. <laughs> Zach's probably in the booth like, he's not the head of the CDC. Right, he Zach? He is the head of the CDC. He's not the head <laughs> of the CDC. <laughs> That's Zach Wilson. He's engineering our show. We made him hate watch the end of the episode. Oh, man. Um, okay, and so... he did. So, in the end, Ephraim is left alone after Satrakian's eating a bowl of stew, which I'm assuming to be a recipe from the Lumen of beef Strigoinoff. Oh, uh, man. So tasty. <laughs> so tasty. And he goes in. He's, gonna, he's like trying to find the book. He's like, it's not in the desk. What am I going to do? I, I'm drunk, but obviously I can't find things while I'm drunk. So then he goes in the room that's 
obviously like where the book is. Like you look in the desk, but not this really obvious room that's set up with lights to fight off Strickland like, and a big cabinet with not, a safe in it. I could not roll my eyes harder when they showed the room. Because the room was literally a shrine to hiding the book. And then on top of look, people at home, if you're sneaking around looking through stuff, you don't rustle through things all out like make no, you sneak, you you know, peek it open like no, you don't just like throw cabinets open and close, especially when you have Quinlan there, who of course has super hearing. So I don't know the reason for that. But then how did you not notice the room with the UV lights, with the big uh with cabinet the big safe? safe in it? F stop it. F and stop. <laughs> so he finally finds the safe, and then you hear footsteps, and F doesn't hear the footsteps, but then you see Quinlan's like, Hello. So what did the master <laughs> offer you? It's like, how did you know? Well, because your your line of, well, I was beginning to suspect you too, really didn't put him off your trail. Well, he tried. He tried like the classic. I'm gonna like scold you back. Like, like, like if you say something's wrong with me, well, something's wrong with you. Well, and what like, if I say something could be wrong with you? And it's like you have the music like. It is like, nah, it's like, Michael, it's like, you're a stupid head. Well, so are you. And oh, then, I'm going to drop it now. I'm totally not suspicious <laughs> whatever, of you anymore. Whatever no, I say. We're this, good. We're good. It's not even important anymore. <laughs> we're good. <laughs> Just skip what I, forget all my accusations. So you're like, so he's like, well, I can't walk in front of those UV lights for some reason. They, even though they're shining on them. I can't go around the side of the a side of the wall. I can't jump up and grab the ceiling or something like I, I can't use my... Awesome martial arts. I or can't super use, speed. I can't use my sword and throw it at the lights. I can't use a gun and shoot the lights. So I'm going to ask for your help to get the it, lumen out because the safe is no issue for me. It's those lights man. that are only four feet off the ground. It's it's a classic. <laughs> it's a classic moment where writers like to forget like a su- a certain hero's powers. Yeah, like, they're like, all right, we have to forget these powers so that we can have this scene. Like, it, you know. Quinlan, hey, go into the basement, electricity, off, upstairs, grab the freaking lumen, and use it to lure the master. Now you need to team up with an alcoholic dude who's obviously off his game, who's going into parking garages for no reason, (laughs) just to get, to team up. And I like, I like how it cut away, though. It's like, turn the lights off and we can be friends. (laughs) And then, like, close up on Quinlan, and the lights go off, and you're like, oh, they're teaming together. It's like, yeah, back to back. I'm excited. Like, I, I really do want to see F and him team up. Well, I would really like to see Quinlan with Fett and Gus uh, and just kind of, like, go... Like, I would have seen a, uh, the tower that they went into. I would have loved to seen a, uh, see a story with Gus, Fett, Quinlan going in there, just killing Strigoi a whole episode, nothing, just killing, taking names, looking for the master. And But we got F not really sneaking around and looking for a book, like sneaking around as loud as possible, looking for a book. And then of course, already pretty much being set up by Quinlan. He's like, I know you want the book, man. Like, I know you want the book. Like I'm going to watch you play yourself because I know you want the book. So to avoid running out of time, cause we got about 14 minutes left guys. Oh. No, I didn't mean to cut you off. Go ahead. Uh, Real quick, if you're watching this on YouTube, please go ahead and hit that thumbs up button. It really helps us out a lot. And once this video has ended, leave a comment on the video itself because the chat roll doesn't save any of the comments. So if you want to like start a conversation about the show, your best bet is to leave a comment on the video itself after the video has been 
uh, finished processing and everything. Maybe even check back tomorrow, look at the link, and leave your comment. Um, also, a good way to help the show out is to do an iTunes review. Uh, if you like what we're saying, if you like the audio, if you listen to podcasts, go to iTunes and uh, search after Buzz the Strain. You can also just search the strain on iTunes on the podcast uh, page, yeah, yeah. and it's like the first thing that comes up. Leave us a review. Leave us uh, five stars or four stars, whatever you feel like it, and uh, we'll give you a shout out on the store if it's a good. If it, if you give us five stars, we'll definitely shout out your review and read it on the show. That's a good way to get shouted out. But again, I'll shout out Danger Dan says this season is making me making me think of the division with vampires. Um, and Give Me Shelter says the white gives some sort of strength benefits too, right? Yeah, I think it does a little bit, but I think it's more just like up to you feel super healthy. You don't yeah, really – you don't have like super strength. I think it's more of a vitality thing, like really like a like a booster shot yeah. that lasts a little longer. Uh, Danger Dan 3 says don't forget to talk Dutch. Well, fun fact, that's actually who we're about to talk about now. Uh, so Dutch, we don't yes. talk anymore. Dutch. I'm so, I was so happy to see her. Yeah, I, really was. I, I was really wondering where she was, because I'm glad that we're back. Uh, again, as we said at the beginning, she has the same kind of basic introduction as, as Fett does, where it's, intru- it's introduced to characters that don't really matter. They all get killed off in the scene. It's just basically showing us that she's now having a moral crisis about what she did every time she sees the city on fire, every time she sees people who have been turned and destroyed by... Which we had last season. Yes. So we didn't really need it, but whatever. We get introduced to the guy again. I think it was the guy who banged on her door in season two. Yeah, he was like one of the people that helped her take down yeah. the, the internet or whatever. And he's like, whoa, why are you acting this way? All safety and stuff. You used to be so devil grand cry. And then the one, like, okay, so we get introduced to these red shirts, basically. I'm gonna <laughs> I was use, literally about yeah. to say that. <laughs> we get introduced to the red shirts, and one's like, I'll check under the bed with a golf club. The second I saw them with golf clubs, I was like, "Go!" I even took down in my notes, "Golf clubs equal death." Like I was like, "That's that's it. They've got golf clubs. You're done." And then I feel bad because Dutch didn't tell them. Like, but I guess you don't really need her to tell you. You've seen this stuff. They were just supposed to like see if there were some. They weren't supposed to kill them. So they go in there. There's two people in the bathroom. There's one in the couch. The douchebag yeah. guy gets his head, his hand snipped a little bit. Yeah. One guy. Uh, Bed guy gets totally killed, yeah. and the other chick in there gets totally killed from behind. And then Dutch goes in there, and he l- runs away. Yeah, and then she manages. They to, all left her. Yeah, they all just left her. She she cuts off the stinger, and then cuts the head off the one, and, and survives. And then she gets in the hallway. And there's another fight with another one. I mean, she's go- she goes through some stuff. I I said there's a gripping moment where Dutch holds it down on the bed, and that's on the bed, guys. Not in the bed. I'm not like that. But Dutch held it down. She, I mean, headshots. She shot a stinger from, like, across the room. I mean, the girl's been practicing. She's got some skills. She's got some skills. She used that Bowie knife to just totally rip into the head of the other guy. Yeah, straight Rambo stuff. Again, though, I just, I'm so skeptical when people use knives and they don't have, like, closed-fingered gloves because it pisses me off so much because I'm like, you're literally stabbing into and being bled all over. Yeah, and you're forgetting the rules that you set up about... Remember when, uh, what is it, Samwise or whatever? Yeah. Uh, Remember he just got one little worm and... Well, he got scratched by a stinger, so it's a little different, but it's still, like... Yeah, okay, I I guess I'll let... I I I, I bring up more of, um, what's-his-face, Felix... Felix was Gus's friend who okay, literally okay. he beat one to death and got one worm on him and it was done. And it went into his hand. Yeah, and, and stuff, you're like, so okay, well, if he's going But meanwhile, you got him using a baseball bat, gets one worm on him, he's dead. Then you got Fett just using rebar and, like, not getting hit at all with anything. Um, so 
that was a cool scene with Dutch. She goes up, catches up with those guys in their back of their hideout, and the douchey guy is like totally fine until Dutch shines a UV light on him, and then they're like, "Well, he he," she's like, "Well, your problem now." And Dutch, the guy's like, "No, blah blah blah," and the Dutch just like cuts his head off without warning in a very epic moment, like. They made. They were like, you know, this this episode really isn't all that, but we're gonna give you one cool flake, face slasher scene, and then you like know, you saw like his half his head got cut off and his tongue was like yeah Whoa. like hanging out and like it's a cool it was a cool little scene. And if you watch closed captioning, let let let's just <laughs> let's talk about this for a second. So there's Dutch who yes. uses the sword. Then there's the random dude, and then there's the chick. Yes, but there's only one ca- woman in this scene. But closed captioning decided to make sure it said "black woman screams" instead of <laughs> saying "woman screams." It literally is like "black woman screams." Like, all right, you you don't really need an identifier unless you have like, say, if there's ten women there and they're all multi uh, ethnic, multiracial stuff like that. Then you're like, oh, okay, so it was a black woman that was screaming. If there's one woman in the whole scene. <laughs> Well, it, feels, it was just weird. I feel like on the call sheet it said black woman, like black woman extra or something. And that's why the closed caption was like, oh, black woman screams. Yeah. But I'm just like, really, guys? Okay. Uh, so that's kind of where we're left with, with Dutch. She's basically what the, what the purpose of her storyline in this episode was. She's feeling really weak and running away from her troubles at the end of last season. Now she's ran away. She's with this crew and she finds that. They just leave her like she left everyone at the gas station in season one. Yep. And she's like, well, this really sucks. And then she gets she kind of grows grows a pair again, fights her way out. And then she's like, all right, well, screw these guys. I used to be on a team that really mattered. So I think she's going back to the main team. So I think this episode was more of just a a trail for her to get back from being all like super, super emotional to going back to being. A badass. Hopefully. Yeah. I want her to be a badass. Let's touch on Fett really quick. Oh, yeah. Fett goes to a bar. Oh, yeah. Uh, learns that the army's pulling out because they want to go to D.C. They want to save D.C. because apparently the outbreak's in D.C. now. Yeah, because remember, I want to say there was... There was like a few throwaway someone, lines. Yeah, yeah, there were a few. And there was a couple of scenes in D.C. that let you know that there was like... was Did someone make it on the train or was it... I'm trying to remember. He went. He went back to DC, and then they tried to kill him. They killed the girlfriend or or the the like the one night stand or whatever. Um, but I'm guessing maybe there was someone on the train that was you know infected or maybe a hidden vampire or whatever. But you know, of course, they got to hold down DC um, because I guess they they know you know if the capital falls, then you know. That's pretty much it, I guess, as far as Pentagon's concerned. Or yeah, right. So, guys, really quick, though, the only way we keep this show going is because of our great sponsors. And one of our sponsors has a lot to do with TV, guys. In the history of television, it's never been so funny, so dramatic, or so good. Think about the shows that are on this season. There's House of Cards, Modern Family, Downton Abbey, Game of Thrones. What else? Blackish. I love that show. Homeland, Better Call Saul, Veep, Transparent, Silicon Valley, Mr. Robot. And Bra- I mean, there is a lot of good TV on. Mm, yeah. uh, you got all the Netflix shows. You got all the Hulu shows. You got True. everything. And everything's up for Emmys right now. It's the golden age of television. And don't forget The Americans and Master of None. Those are great, too. And on Sunday, September 18th, television's greatest night is the biggest live event of the year. You can watch the show that celebrates great television, the Emmy Awards. There's no better night to watch the best of the best face-off and see if your favorite shows win. Plus, you can see what everyone's wearing on the red carpet, because if you're into fashion, you're into all that stuff. Plus, everyone looks so sexy. True, true. I mean, maybe not as sexy as that sex scene with Fett and... 
chick who we don't know the name of yet, or Kate. Kate, because we call her Catherine. But yeah. Kate. Um, but yeah, everybody's looking good on the Emirate carpet, so be sure to check that out. So be there when one of the funniest men on television, Jimmy Kimmel, oh. I love him from The Man Show, and of course his late show, uh, hosts the Emmys live Sunday, September 18th, 7 Eastern, 4 Pacific on ABC. So guys, cool. check out the Emmys. Uh, yes. You'll see a lot of FX shows. You'll see all sorts of stuff being nominated, so I'm sure there's going to be some fun stuff going on. Uh, so yeah, F, uh, not F, but FET. Hooks up with this chick at the bar, yeah, and then forgets her name, calls her Catherine. She's like, "No, it's 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 Kate." But she said, "But you're close. It's cool. It's cool. I'll still kiss you while I cover myself in the bed for television's yeah, sake." You, yeah, that uh, that's just the, it's another every every show does that though, so I can't really dog strain for that. So I'll I'll let that slide. Yeah, I'm not I'm not gonna give a shit for that. Um, oh, pardon my language. Um, okay, so that's kind of where we left off with Fett's storyline. He went. He was at the meeting after that. He was at the meeting with, with Eldridge uh, Palmer Eldridge, and yeah. Satrakian. And they say that, okay, well, we know what he wants, so we can use that. We can manipulate him to an advantage. And we got the preview last episode of him with bleeding eyes, so I'm sure he tries something. Or he uses the right stuff. We don't know. So we got about five minutes Hopefully. left. So time to talk about the douchebag, the Here. dick-ass bastard douchebag, Zach. <laughs> Here we go. Who refuses to comply with common sense and does something seemingly useful this episode only to find out information he already knew. Yes. But I guess maybe it's kind of like those denial things where you like have to see it and now it's concrete for him. But he still is dumb. He he pulls the old uh, tape in the door trick you know, gets through the door and you think, oh, he's going to go and try to get away. He tries this door that has probably one of the biggest chains I've seen in recent television history on it um, <laughs> and tries the door anyway. I, I don't even know. But he sees his mom drinking a kid or feeding on a kid or whatever. He seems shocked, even though we know that he knows what she is, but shocked anyway. He runs. He Runs into another door that you can't get out of. And then we have the scene where. What? His mom tries to save him and she tries to drink him, but he's having this little so like asthma that, attack. Yeah, I was just kind of <laughs> like, so like you just kind of recap the whole scene. So like I was, I was not even prepared for that. Oh, sorry. Um, he's like, mom. Well, he has asthma. So he, yeah, he, I know. Yeah. But it was just, it was just like. This is the perfectly placed asthma attack so, moment. I just got to talk about this really quick because we got her. She brings him a sandwich, which is like the most awkward mom delivering a sandwich thing ever. Uh, it, it's edible. You food is good. Thank, thanks, mom. I didn't know you were Siri. Oh, man. But all right. Thanks for the sandwich, mom. Not, not to mention I got pizza boxes in here. Why don't you clean those up or get me more pizza? And I like how it's like he, even... Even when he's, like, manipulating her, he's still a dick about it. Yeah. It's like, thanks, Mom. Put it down over there. I'm like, you son of a bitch. I'm like, the master, I wonder how long the master is going to deal with basic preteen angst. Because I'm wondering how long it's going to be before he's just like, look, let's just bite him. Because I hate <laughs> right? this kid. I hate I'm this so kid, done too. With it. Like, he looks in the camera and he literally tells us that he also hates him. Well, hey, Zach broke up a marriage, so maybe he can break up the whole master's plan. True, true. That, that <laughs> could be... Maybe that's, that's, maybe that's his plan. Quite possibly the meanest thing I've said on this show ever. Oh, man. Let's blame it 
all miss, on Zach. I miss the old Zach. The all good, in the good Zach. The 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 trustworthy Zach. I just thought it was funny that he he does this elaborate thing. He has no plan aside from putting the tape on the door. Gets out, sees his mom. He already knows his mom's sister Goy, so it shouldn't be that. Uh, alarming to him, but it freaks him out for some reason, even though he True. already just saw her, like, fucking kill Nora. Like, literally, like, his stepmom, basically, who yeah. took care of him for so long, yes. got a thing, like, shoved into her hand. Like, she's fighting her stinger, and he's like, no! So somehow it's weird that he sees that. But the funniest thing to me is that <laughs> the damn kid that she's drinking is wearing the damn shirt from Steve and Blue's Clues. Oh. So, like, I see this happening, like, it's Steve from Blue's Clues! <laughs> no! <laughs> I didn't even, see, I didn't even pick that up. So, that's, that's, man, that makes that scene even sadder. And it says a really terrible, it makes it, th- it, makes it says a really terrible thing about me, too, and, like, I'm just making really terrible sexual jokes while this is going on. It's like, when she's, yeah. like, sniffing his hair and, like, looking at it, uh, it's like, like a sexual It's like Kelly being like, I want to eat you. I mean, not not in that way. Not in that way, Zach. Oh, yeah, man. She, I just want to suck you dry. No, 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 not, no, not in that way, Zach. Not in that way. Yeah. Come, let this old guy put his white goo into your mouth. <laughs> it was... It, Wait, not like that. Not it, like that, Zach. There was a whole... Like, when she... The hug was just weird and nasty. Like, the way she sniffed him, I was just like... Mm, mm, mm. No. Nah, mama. None of that mm. Norman Bates-ish up in here. <laughs> God. It was, oh, man. But we do, we still hate Zach. We still hate Zach. Yeah, we still hate Zach. Um, still hate him. So, yeah, he's having an asthma attack, and the master gives him his white goo. Yeah, yeah. So he's got the white that uh, saved him Eldritch from the... really wants, but didn't get. And that's how the episode kind of ends. Yeah, the... You know, we we end up with. I mean, I guess we have we have a storyline where you know they're going to try to manipulate uh, Eldridge. Uh, we got that. Uh, you know, you still got Dutch in the air. Fett's pretty much in the air now since the uh, since the military's leaving. Yeah. Um, we don't really have a direction for this. That's that's what's kind of. I I I, ho- I hope they got a plan. That's why I just say that. I hope they have a plan because there's a lot. The only thing we really have is manipulate Eldridge and use the book to lure out the master, which we kind of already were trying to do. Wait a second. Is this going the way of Sleepy Hollow where it's just the same plan dressed differently every single season? (sighs) Sleepy Hollow. It's the same plan. (laughs) Hey, guys, let's try that thing we did last season that didn't work. Great idea! Oh, I think that's a wonderful idea. We could put him in the sun. It will work. <laughs> Let's use the sun again. Longer we, we found exposure. that it didn't, we <laughs> found that didn't work. Yeah, you didn't have him in the sun long enough. See, it has to be a prolonged exposure. Let's lure him to the tanning beds in floor thirty-four <laughs> of Eldridge Palmer's hotel, aka uh, Trump Tower. Yeah, it is. He right. is like the Trump of the city. <laughs> it's and, like you have Eldridge Palmer next episode. I love beef Strigoinoff. (laughs) He's like, trust me, I have a plan. I love Strigoi. I eat beef Strigoinoff all the time. It's like, I have a plan. What's your plan? Don't worry about the plan. Stoneheart Towers has the best Strigoinoff. (laughs) Guys, I think we're rambling at this point. Uh, Hey, let's, uh, I mean, I don't really have any predictions. We, We get Team Blade next episode, basically. Hopefully. 
I'm I'm ready for an episode similar to the gas station episode. I hope I'm, we get I'm, that. I'm ready for something. I thought that was what the tower was going to be, but then I was like, no, all of these people are red shirts. We're not going to get that in the tower. But uh, we, the tower was sort of a throwaway kind of episode. I mean, scene. So I don't know. Next episode, um, I don't know, man. We'll just have to watch and find out. Yes. Oh God, why? I'm just kidding. <laughs> Guys, thank you for tuning in. This has been the Strain After Show for Season 3, Episode 2, entitled Bad White. You can find me again on Twitter at Stephen Lemieux, S-T-P-H-E-N-L-E-M-I-U-X. Thank you again for joining us, Nerd Soul. Hey, hey, thanks, guys. You can find me at thatnerdsoul.com or at one youngster, O-N-E-Y-O-U-N-G-S-T-A. See y'all later. All right, thanks for tuning in, and hit that thumbs up if you like the show. Yes, yes. Have a good night. See you next week. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. God, God damn, damn it, Zach. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.